0: What made me feel confident? It was, I believed in myself. I was seeing traction in my business. I was seeing success in my business. And I believed that I would be able to continue. And I knew that I could bet on myself that I was going to do the work necessary to make it happen. And I knew that if I didn't, I'd be back in the classroom.
1: Hey there, you're listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast, episode forty. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each season, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve, sell, and scale your consulting business. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. If you are ready for a transparent, all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, corporate engineer turned online business consultant, Jerisha Hawk. You are in for a treat today. You're going to be hearing from one of our rockstar students from Services That Sell. Kiana owns a freelance writing business where she specializes in crafting SEO, search engine optimized blog posts for established service-based business owners and digital product creators who want to demonstrate their expertise, provide consistent value to their audience, and boost their organic reach. She has worked with clients from all industries, including million-dollar teacherpayteacher.com sellers, TED Talk speakers international business consultants, law firms, medical practices, New York Times, best-selling authors, and social media marketing agencies. Being an educator with entrepreneurial tendencies, Kiana was passionate about building a business that allowed her to quit teaching in the schools so she could homeschool her daughter at the kitchen table. She had the drive and the ambition, but trying to figure out which of her business ideas to go all in on was the struggle. She tried a handful of business ideas before she finally landed on her signature service offering, which led her to consistently converting four-figure clients on retainer and put her in a position where she was able to join the corporate dropout club and resign from her job six months earlier than she had planned. Today, Kiana is going to share with you how the methodology taught in services that sell helped her do that. Kiana, can you give us kind of an understanding of what service you actually sell, what problem you solve, just so everybody's on
0: the same page? So I provide search engine optimized blog posts for service-based business owners and digital product creators.
1: Okay, awesome. So I know that we've been in communication for probably over a year, Mm -hmm. probably more than a year. What was your business like before... Like, you know, a year ago, like before you enrolled in any of our programs, like what was your life like? What was your business like back in the very, very beginning? I'm not sure if that was the beginning for you, but yeah. what was it like before we started working together.
0: So I've had like this entrepreneurial spirit for a long time and I've tried so many different businesses Was a makeup artist. I started a fashion blog. I wanted to use my educational background to teach teachers. And I also wanted to be like this millennial money coach. So I've tried tons of different businesses and none of them really worked. I just wasn't making the type of money that I needed to make. And so before, you know, connecting with you and your team and your business, I just was honestly not very successful.
1: So I know that you would have a teaching background, but what was Mm -hmm. your degree in and what was your profession?
0: So I have a bachelor's degree in early and elementary education, and I have a master's degree in K-12 administration and supervision. So I was a teacher in elementary school for six and a half years with the goal to become a school principal.
1: Awesome. And I think a lot of people, and I want to like sit here for a second, because I know for me, when I first started, my first like entrepreneurial ideas, I've tried everything under the sun, just like I think a lot of, maybe you're listening this right now, you can relate. Like, what was that process like for you? Like, how long were you testing out these different ideas and just trying to figure out what stuck?
0: So I first started testing out ideas like with the makeup artist business when I was like 19. I was like a sophomore in college. And then I was testing out different ideas up until probably I started working with you like a year and some change ago.
1: Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so like, that was like eight or nine years of you kind of dipping your toe into the entrepreneurial world. Tried, yeah, maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, I feel like a lot of us can relate to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess like you probably, I'm assuming you maybe started following me because of my live videos, or how did you even discover me?
0: I actually discovered you through Courtney Sanders.
1: Oh, okay, awesome. I love mm-hmm.
0: Courtney. Yeah.
1: So discovering me there, but like, what problem were you experiencing? I know you said that you were feeling as if you weren't at success, but how were you defining success back then? And kind of what was your approach to seeking out solutions or seeking out answers to figure out how to get this entrepreneurial spirit of yours, like into action?
0: So I think success for me at that point was being able to cover my basic bills through my business alone. So even though I was still working my full-time job as a teacher, I wanted my business to be able to cover my basic bills. And so at that time, I was trying to figure out how I could make the business that I was working on successful. So I found you through Courtney Sanders, but then I found your live videos and I binge watched everything. And then that's when I really started to like fall in love with the Hulk Hustle mentality because it just was amazing and it made so much sense to me.
1: Gotcha. And I know you had mentioned before, like that you were trying to build a membership site yeah. to do like passive income streams. like Can you mm-hmm. walk us through that? Because one, I can totally relate. Like that was me in the very beginning of my business. I was trying to create, especially when I stepped in and committed to like, I'm going to be in this digital space. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your business model in the very beginning. Did you know that you were going to be doing SEO optimization and doing content writing? But walk us through what some of the products were that you were selling in the very, very beginning.
0: So for this specific business, I actually had a membership site and I just found that I was putting so much time into creating the videos and trying to market and all of these things. And then when I would have someone enroll and it would be a $25 a month, I just didn't feel like it was worth it. Also was creating these little workshops and selling them for $25, $30. And it just even though I was getting sales, it wasn't making enough of an impact on my income for me to really work towards reaching my goal of being able to quit my job.
1: Yeah. And thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of, maybe you're listening to this right now and you're like, okay, that's exactly where I'm at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how did that feel for you back then where you are you were investing in yourself? You know, You were investing in software, investing in tools, mm-hmm. developing content, building mm-hmm. out a membership site. Did you have an email list back then? Like how large was your audience?
0: My audience was not large and my email list was not big at all.
1: Like less than a hundred, less than a thousand? Definitely.
0: Yeah. Less than a hundred on my email list, probably like 30. It wasn't many people at all. And my audience on social media was not large. But the thing is, it's not large now, but I'm still able to make thousands of dollars each month.
1: Oh, okay. I cannot wait. We're going to dive into that in a second. Yeah. It's a little teaser, guys. Keep listening. (laughs) But how was that affecting you? Like mentally, how was that emotionally feeling for you back then where it's like, I'm doing all this, I've built this membership site, I'm creating new content to host these workshops, I'm getting sales, but I'm not making ends meet? Like, how did that feel for you back then? And how was that impacting you mentally?
0: So it was very frustrating because at the same time, I'm a single mom. So my daughter at that time was three, four in that age range. And it was frustrating because I was working my full-time job, I had my daughter, and then I'm coming home and I'm working on my business all the time, and I'm making a couple of hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. And it's just very frustrating. And there were times where I felt like, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. Maybe this just isn't going to work. Maybe I should just go for it with trying to become a principal and give up this entrepreneurial life because if if this is what it's like, then this is not going to work for me. And so that's where I was at that time. Man, what motivated you to keep going? My dreams. I just knew deep down inside that I didn't want to live the traditional lifestyle and follow my path in the education field and become a principal. I wanted to be able to homeschool my daughter. I wanted to be able to go on vacation when I wanted to. So it was all of these lifestyle changes that I knew that I wanted that would be more difficult for me to achieve if I continued on the path in the education field. And so I just kept trying to build my business because I felt like it would make it easier for me to live the type of life that I wanted.
1: Yeah, I love that and totally can relate. Like, So you're doing all the things and I know you had discovered me, you binge watched my live video. This is why you guys know I'm a huge fan of live video because you just never know when somebody Mm -hmm. may discover you, you already have like content they can start to consume, Mm -hmm. but What problem, well, I'm assuming back then you're trying to solve the problem of earning more revenue, but maybe in your own words, what problem were you trying to look for a solution for? And what different types of solutions were you considering before you enrolled in, you know, it was called FFI, now it's called services that sell. Like, what was the problem that you were looking to solve and what solutions were you kind of considering at that time?
0: I was just looking for guidance. I just didn't know exactly what to do. I was looking for a new way, a new approach. Because everything that I'd been hearing was the traditional funnel, starting with your low ticket offer, you know, your $7 offer, your $47 offer, your $97 offer, and creating this big funnel and doing all of these things. And it just wasn't working for me. So I was looking for a different way. And one thing I loved about the way that you taught your method with flipping the funnel is just that it kept it so simple. And for me at that time, I needed simple and I needed high income. And so that just worked perfectly for me.
1: Gotcha. So, when you got into the program, like I know a lot of the time we say we want simple, but sometimes we don't believe that simple is actually possible for us to get the results that we want. When you did start to enroll, I know that you mentioned that. Well, I'll let you say this. Like, what do you think allowed you to really start gaining traction in your business? Like, so I know at first you were thinking about going down the principal track. Then you were like, you know what, I actually want, I want to get into full-time entrepreneurship. And you wrote that quit letter that we do in the pre-work assignments and you set those intentions. But what was that feeling right after you joined and how was that experience for you in the process of developing out your signature service?
0: So I think the biggest thing for me was niching down in my services. I thought that I had to do everything and speak to everybody because I needed everybody's money. And I I came to realize that focusing on that one person and that one problem really helped to change the whole game for me and my business.
1: Gotcha. Can you maybe walk us through? Because I know that somebody listening right now may be feeling as if, okay, I have these ideas. They were multi-passionate like you. They had a ton of skills. They could turn into a business idea. What was it like for you? Or maybe just walk us through the first few months, maybe the first few clients or whatever it was on how you started to actually niche down.
0: So honestly, niching down was very difficult for me because I couldn't decide exactly what I wanted to do or exactly who I wanted to work with. And honestly, I just had to do it. I just had to pick something because knowing me, I knew that I would keep changing and going from this thing to that thing. And so I just chose one part of writing that I enjoyed, which is blogging, one part of writing that could earn me a good deal of money, which is blogging, and I just stuck to it. And I started going after those clients who needed blog services.
1: Support for our show today came from the contract shop. Let me ask you something. Do you feel protected in your business? Like actually hold up in a court of law protected? Like L. Woods protected? When I first started working with clients, I pieced together resources I found on Google to come up with a sorry excuse of a contract template. After signing on a few clients, all hell broke loose. Clients were not showing up to calls, asking for extra things that were not originally agreed upon, and missing payments. I had no idea what I was supposed to say or how I should go about enforcing the boundaries we previously communicated. A legit coaching contract would have prevented all this foolery from taking place. If you don't have a solid coaching agreement, this is the perfect time for you to visit jerishahoff.com backslash contract to get yourself a contract that protects your business, your bank account, and most importantly, future you. The contract shop provides contract templates and all the legal paperwork you need to run your business well. Within 10 minutes, you'll have the coaching contract template that is customizable to suit your business. It is super easy to add in your own details and you'll feel way more confident knowing your contract has been vetted by someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Visit JerishaHawk.com backslash contract to get your coaching contract template today. Can you maybe share a little bit like, I think I'm glad that you said that because one, it's like at some point you just have to make the decision. Yeah commit to the decision that you made and mm-hmm. test it out long enough to actually get data to see whether or not that was the direction you should be moving in. So guys, it's not some fancy strategy. It's not some overly complicated tactic. It's just, you got to make a decision at some point. But what was it like when you got your, I know, cause you had been making money before, but what was it like when you got like your first four figure client, like walk us through how, how did you actually get your client? And how did it feel for you to start making larger amounts of money by just working with one individual versus having to sell a ton of lower-end products?
0: So I actually got that client because I emailed her. It was a client who I wanted to work with. She's really successful, actually, in the education space. And she has this really popular blog. And she basically responded and said, well, I'm tired of writing my blog posts, so I need you. <laughs> and we just started working together and it was so exciting and it was so amazing because there are so many writers who are like on a race to the bottom in terms of prices and they'll charge $5 for a blog post or $10 for a blog post. And sometimes when you look at all of these other prices that people are charging, like on Fiverr, Upwork, or some people who are just not really valuing their worth in terms of the services that they offer. And for me to charge someone $1,000 to write content, it just, it was mind blowing. And it was just a sign to me that this is working and that I can do this and I can be successful in this. This is that I started.
1: I love that because it is so true. I know when I go look on Upwork or whatever, like you said, people, I'll put a job posting out for getting content writing done and people will underbid what the dollar amount that I even said I was willing to pay just mm-hmm. so they can get the job. So, I mean, just maybe even speaking to that for other individuals who may be in an industry where it's common for people to be shortchanging the price point attached to the service, what do you think has allowed you to be able to charge premium prices for your services and to be able to like live the lifestyle that you're living right now? And what do you think has contributed to that?
0: I definitely believe my mindset contributed to that first. Just knowing and believing that I'm worth someone paying me $1,000 a month to write for them. Because there was once upon a time when I did not believe that. I didn't think it was worth that amount of money. I didn't believe that anyone would pay me to do it. You know, I have an education background. I'm not a writer, was my mindset. And so it's just the belief, number one. And number two is setting up a real business, a real website, a real presence online, doing Facebook Live videos, starting an email list, doing all those types of things to show that I'm a legitimate business owner and producing high quality content for my audience so that I can get those testimonials and those reviews and those clips for my portfolio. I think all of those things help to get me to this point in my business.
1: Awesome. So I know that you had set a quit date that was supposed to take place June of 2019, but you submitted your resignation and became a corporate dropout six months early. Yes. Which like kudos to you, because I know that is (laughs) hit your goal of going full time in your business six months earlier than you thought it would. Yes. I would love for you to walk us through, like, how did you know that you were, I guess like what initially made you set the initial target of, you know, June of this year and what made you feel confident? How did you know that it was time to actually leave six months earlier than you thought?
0: So what made me set the initial goal was actually my daughter. She starts kindergarten next year. So I wanted to finish out this school year so that I could homeschool her for her kindergarten year. So that was the deadline for me. But I decided to quit in January. What made me feel confident? It was I believed in myself. I was seeing traction in my business. I was seeing success in my business. And I believed that I would be able to continue. And I knew that I could bet on myself that I was going to do the work necessary to make it happen. And I knew that if I didn't, I'd be back in the classroom. So I didn't really have many options.
1: I think that is amazing. Like, I know sometimes taking that step and putting in that resignation, how did it feel for you? Like, what was that like for you when you even going telling your supervisor that I won't be coming back? Like, how did that emotionally feel for you?
0: It was very nerve wracking for me because I have been working. As a teacher, since I graduated from college, I never took a break. And so it was very nerve wracking for me, but it was very exciting. And I was very proud of myself for getting to that point where I could do that and do it six months ahead of time.
1: Yeah. So I want to maybe get a better understanding just to make sure everybody's on the same page. Cause I know people right now are probably taking notes and like, okay, but what? Okay, I hear all the success that she's getting, but like, tell us more. So when it comes to your business model, I know in the beginning you were doing a lot more of the passive income, low ticket offers, and then you started focusing on your signature service. Mm -hmm. What does your business model look like now in regards to the services that you're selling and how you're presenting yourself in regards to what offers you deliver?
0: So my signature service is writing weekly search engine optimized blog posts, and that's it. I do offer some other services. I offer some social media content, some email marketing content, but that is my main service and that is what I focus on. And I think that focusing on that one service has helped me to really streamline my business, to know what my message is, to know who I'm targeting. And it has just helped to really simplify everything for me. And what's the price point of your signature service? Nine ninety seven a month. And how long do people
1: typically engage with you for? Like, is it just a monthly retainer or is it like a set time period?
0: Yeah, it's a monthly retainer, but it's with a three months minimum.
1: Gotcha. And are you noticing your clients are keeping you on for three months or like a longer time period? Yeah, generally longer. Okay, that's awesome. I love the fact that, and that allows you to get some more predictability or consistency in your income, I'm assuming? Yes,
0: yes, definitely.
1: I love how you built that out. So what do you think is like, what's working for you right now in regards to converting, well, attracting qualified leads? Because like in you say in your industry, it's very common for people to get, you know, you can go hire somebody for $5 for a blog post versus, right. it sounds like for you, you're almost getting paid about two fifty per week. A blog. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Which is huge variance in price. Yeah. What's working for you right now in regards to attracting qualified leads and converting clients consistently?
0: So one of the biggest lead generators for me is actually Facebook groups. I'm really active in Facebook groups and I just provide a lot of value. And then I guess they're going to my Facebook page where they then see that I have videos and I have other content and they're choosing to schedule discovery calls. And once someone gets on the phone with me, I have about a 50% close rate once someone gets on the phone with me. So I kind of know how many calls I need to book to get the number of clients that I need. Yeah, that is um, awesome. Yeah.
1: I remember in the very beginning, when before we started working together, like, and I was going back and looking at the stats from back then, that you had maybe like nine followers on your Facebook page, no live video. And about seven months later, I noticed you have over like 200 followers on Facebook. You have about over 20 live videos on your page. Yeah were you always confident in doing live video? Your makeup is always flawless. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But like, how did it feel for you putting yourself out there doing live video? I know you said it's been really beneficial for you in regards to growing your business, but how did that feel for you to actually put yourself out there that way?
0: Not at all. Like I was not comfortable at all. I'm the biggest introvert. Um, It's just not me at all. And so... It was very nerve wracking for me, but I've definitely gotten more comfortable. And the wonderful thing about the videos as well is that I've been given other opportunities to speak after people have seen my videos. So in November, I presented a workshop on content marketing at a conference, at a local business conference in my city. And I don't think I would have even been ready or prepared or anything to do that if I had not gotten used to speaking in those videos and talking about my area of expertise on a regular basis. I've been given the opportunity to speak in different Facebook groups and do some different things. And so I think that the Facebook videos have definitely given me more of a voice and to feel more comfortable and confident in speaking about what it is that I do. Instead of just being a writer, I can also speak, which gives me different opportunities.
1: Oh my gosh. And I'm so glad that you said that. Because it's so true. Like, being a, positioning yourself with a signature service makes it very clear to everybody else what your area of expertise is and what problem you solve. So then when they see you consistently talking about that on your own platform, they can start to identify, like, she'd be really great for this opportunity. Let's reach out to her. So right. I love how you've been able to leverage your live video also in the sense of, like, allowing you to get on more stages and to speak more and then get in front of other, like, newer audiences. Right. So a question curious to know is like, what do you think would have happened if you never joined services at sell? If you never decided to, and to develop a signature service, like what do you think life would have been like and what do you think would have happened if that wasn't the
0: case? I think that I would have continued on the same path for a long time. I would have kept with the low ticket offers and I would not have felt comfortable enough increasing my prices for the services that I did offer.
1: Yeah. So if somebody is listening to this right now, who's maybe on the fence of niching down, developing a signature service, actually offering a high ticket offer, like what piece of advice or what words would you tell them on like, why should they join services that sell or why would services that sell be a good fit?
0: I would definitely say that it's a good fit because it allows you to look at all of this. You know, we hear so much about business and the way we should do business and the way that we should sell to our audience and it allows you to look at things in a different way. I think services that sell is great for you if you have a service, period. It pushes you to raise your prices, it pushes you to niche down, it pushes you to do things differently than the way everyone else says to do it. And so if you're a service provider, services that sell would definitely be for you.
1: Awesome. And I guess, like lastly, you know, as we're full time in your business for three months now. We're entering into a new year. Like, what are you looking forward to in regards to accomplishing within your business over the next few months here in twenty like, nineteen? What are you looking this year? My
0: biggest. Because- I'm looking forward to continuing to grow my business, to working with more amazing clients. I love developing the relationships that I have with my clients. I'm looking forward to more opportunities to speak about my blogging knowledge. I'm looking forward to just continue growth in my business.
1: Awesome. So if anybody is listening to this and wants to binge watch your videos or to learn more about how they could potentially work with you in regards to getting SEO optimized blog posts for their business, where can we find you online?
0: So you can go to my website, which is quianadarden.com. You can find me on Facebook at Quiana A. Darden or on Instagram at Quiana A. Darden.
1: Well, again, thank you so much for coming on today. There were so many good nuggets. And if you guys, like I said, if you want to go learn more about her, definitely go check her out. She is a beast at what she does. And one thing I did notice too, before we even hop off is like, you have so many raving reviews on your Facebook profile. Yeah. Just want to say kudos. Cause I just remember yeah. when, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Come a long way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats. Congrats.
0: Thank you so much.
1: This episode was brought to you by my premium program, Services That Sell. If you've been thinking about turning the skills you currently have into a four-figure service that you can sell consistently, I encourage you to sign up for my free crash course training at jerishahawk.com backslash masterclass. I'll make sure you know everything you need to enroll high-ticket clients using simple sales strategies. This method has been developed specifically for those who do not have an audience and don't want to spend thousands of dollars trying to get complicated funnels to work. This is your time to gain the clarity you so desperately crave to confidently sell your services online. Visit JerishaHoff.com backslash masterclass now.